A warm welcome ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show In Love with Life with me Harshita Nayar. Through this series I will be sharing insights on various subjects that hopefully will add value and more meaning to your lives. Today I will begin by reading verses from the holy scripture Sai Sat Charitra chapter 6. The Ramanomi festival repairs to the masjid Before describing the Ramanomi festival and masjid repairs the author makes some preliminary remarks about the Sadguru Efficacy of the Guru's touch When the Sadguru is a helmsman he is sure to carry us safely and easily beyond the worldly ocean The word Sadguru brings to mind sai baba he appears to me as if standing before me and applying odi that is sacred ashes to my forehead and placing his blessing hand on my head then joy fills my heart and love overflows through my eyes wonderful is the power of the guru's touch the subtle body consisting of thoughts and desires cannot be burned by the worldly dissolving fire but it is destroyed by the mere touch of the guru's hand and the sins of many past births are washed away even the minds of those who feel annoyed when they hear religious talks attains calmness seeing sai baba's handsome form chokes our throat with joy makes the eyes overflow with tears and overwhelms the heart with emotions it awakens in us i am the brahma consciousness manifests in us the joy of self realization dissolves the distinction of i and thou and immediately makes us one with the supreme being that is one reality When I begin to read scriptures at every step I am reminded of my Sadguru and Sai Baba assumes the form of Rama or Krishna and makes me listen to his life For instance when I sit and listen to the Bhagavat Sai becomes Krishna from top to toe and I think he sings the Bhagavat for the welfare of his devotees When I begin to talk I at once remember science stories to enable me to give suitable illustrations. When I myself start to write anything, I cannot compose a few words or sentences, but when he of his own accord makes me write, I go on writing and then there is no end to it. When the disciples egoism props up He presses it down with his hand and gives him his power makes him gain his object and thus satisfies and blesses him If anyone prostrates before Sai and surrenders heart and soul to him then unsolicited the main objects of life dharma righteousness artha that is wealth kama that is desire and moksha that is deliverance are easily attained the four paths of karma dana yoga and bhakti lead us separately to god of this the path 
of bhakti is thorny and full of pits and ditches and thus is difficult to traverse but if you relying on your sadguru avoid the pits and thorns and walk straight it will take you to the ultimate destination that is god after philosophizing about the self existent brahma his power that is maya to create this world the world thus created and stating that these three are ultimately one and the same the author quotes sai baba's words guaranteeing the welfare of his devotees there will never be any dearth or scarcity of food and clothes in any devotee's homes it is my special characteristic that i always look to and provide for the welfare of those devotees who worship me wholeheartedly with their minds always fixed on me lord krishna has also said the same in the gita therefore strive not for food and clothes if you want anything beg of the lord forgive worldly honors try to get the lord's grace and blessings and be honored in his court do not be diluted by worldly honor the form of the deity should be firmly fixed in one's mind let all the senses and mind be devoted always to the worship of the lord and there be no attraction for any other thing fix the mind in remembering me always so that it will not wander elsewhere towards body wealth and home then it will be calm peaceful and carefree this is the sign of the mind being well engaged if the mind is vagrant it cannot be called well merged after quoting these words the author goes on to relate the story of the ram navmi festival in shirdi as ram navmi is the greatest festival celebrated in shirdi another fuller account as published in the sai leela magazine of 1925 is also referred to and a summary of the festival as related in both these accounts is attempted here origin mr gopal rao gun was a circle inspector at kopargaon he was a great devotee of baba he had three wives but initially had no children with sai baba's blessings a son was born to him due to the joy that he felt about this the idea of celebrating a fair or urus occurred to him in the year 1897 and he placed it for consideration before another shirdi devotees like tatya patel dada kotke patel and madhavrao deshpande that is shama they all approved of the idea and got sai baba's permission and blessings Then an application to get the collector sanction for celebrating the urus was submitted but as a village official was against holding the fair the sanction was refused but as sai baba had blessed it they tried again and ultimately succeeded in getting the collector sanction the day for the urus was fixed on the ramanavmi day after consultation with sai baba it seemed he had some reason for doing this 
the unification of the two fairs or festivals the urus and the ram navmi and thereby the unification of the two communities that is the hindus and the muslims as future events showed this object was achieved though permission was obtained other difficulties cropped up shirdi was a small village and there was scarcity of water there were two wells in the village the main well dried up very soon and the water from the second was blackish the brackish water was turned into sweet water by sai baba by throwing flowers into it the water of this well was still insufficient and so tatya patel had to arrange to get water from a distant well then temporary shops had to be constructed and wrestling bouts were arranged gopal rao gund had a friend named damu anak kasar of ahmednagar he was also similarly unhappy in the matter of progeny though he had married twice he too was blessed by sai baba with sons and mr gund prevailed upon his friend to prepare and supply a simple flag for the procession in the fair he also succeeded in inducing mr nana sahib nimonkar to supply another embroidered flag both these flags were taken in procession through the village and were finally fixed at two corners of the masjid this is being done even now the sandal procession there was another procession which was started during this fair the idea for a sandal procession originated with mr amir shakkar dalal a muslim devotee from korla this procession is held in honor of great muslim saints sandal paste and scrapings are put on a flat dish and these are carried with incense burning in the dish through the village with music playing in the background and after returning to the masjid the contents of the dishes are applied on the nimbar that is niche and walls of the masjid by hand this work was managed by mr amir shakkar for the first 3 years and then afterwards by his wife thus on the same day the two processions that is the flags by the hindus and that of sandal by the muslims went on side by side and are still going on without any hitch arrangement this day was very dear and sacred to baba's devotees most of them turned up on the occasion and took a leading part in the management of the fair tatya kote patel took care of all outward affairs while the internal management was left entirely to radha krishna mai a female devotee of baba her resi- residence was full of guests on the occasion and she had to take care of their needs and also arrange for all the paraphernalia of the fair another task which she willingly did was clean and whitewash the entire masjid its walls and floors which had been blackened by soot due to the burning dhuni that is sacred fire that baba maintained were cleaned and whitewashed she did this during the night when sai baba went to sleep every alternate day in the chavdi she had to take all the things out 
including the dhuni itself and after thorough cleaning and white washing replace them as they were before feeding the poor which was so dear to sai baba was also a great item in this fair for this purpose cooking on a grand scale and the preparation of various sweet dishes was done in radha krishna mai's house various wealthy devotees played a leading part in this process transformation of the urus into the ramnavami festival the fair was operating in this way and was gradually increasing in importance until 1912 when a change took place that year a devotee mr krishnarao jageshwar bhisma that is the author of the pamphlet sai sagunno pasna came for the fair with dada saheb khapade of amrauti and was staying in dikshitswada while he was lying on the veranda and while kaka mahajani was going down with puja materials to the masjid a new thought arose in his mind and he accosted the latter thus there is some providential arrangement in the fact that the fair is celebrated in shirdi on the ram navmi day this day is very dear to all the hindus too then why not begin the ram navmi festival that is the celebration of the birth of shri rama on this day kaka mahajani liked the idea and it was arranged to get baba's permission in this matter the main difficulty was finding a haridas who would perform the kirtan that is singing songs in praise of the lord on the occasion but bhishma solved this difficulty by saying that his rama akyan that is composition on rama's birth was ready and that he would do the kirtan himself while kaka mahajani would play the harmonium it was also arranged to get the sunthawada that is ginger powder mixed with sugar as prasad prepared by radha krishna mai so they immediately went to the masjid to get baba's permission baba who was omniscient asked mahajani what was going on in the wada mahajani could not catch the purport of the question and remained silent then baba asked bhishma what he had to say he explained the idea of celebrating the ram navmi festival and asked for baba's permission and baba gladly gave it everyone rejoiced and made preparations for the jayanti festival the next day the masjid was decorated with buntings a cradle was supplied by radha krishna mai and placed in front of baba's seat and the proceedings began bhishma stood up for the kirtan while mahajani played the harmonium sai baba sent a man to call mahajani he was hesitant to go and doubted whether baba would allow the festival to go on but when he went to baba the latter asked him as to what was going on and why the cradle was placed there he answered that the ram navmi festival had commenced and the cradle had been placed there for that purpose then baba took a garland and placed it around mahajani's neck 
and sent another garland for Bhishma. Then the Kirtan commenced. When it came to a close, shouts of victory to Rama were heard, and gulal, that is red powder, was thrown all around. Everybody was overjoyed when suddenly roaring was heard. The red powder thrown promiscuously all around went up and somehow entered Baba's eyes. Baba got wild and began to yell loudly. Most people got frightened by this scene and took to their heels. Some intimate devotees who knew Baba well took to the scolding as a blessing in disguise. They thought that when Rama was born, it was proper for Baba to get wild and enraged to kill Ravana and his demons, that is egoism and wicked thoughts. Besides, they knew that whenever a new thing was undertaken at Shedi, it was normal for Baba to get wild and angry, and so they kept quiet. Radha Krishna Mai was rather afraid and thought that Baba might break the cradle, and she asked Mahajani to bring the cradle back. When he went to loosen and unfasten the cradle, Baba asked him not to remove it. Then after some time, Baba became calm and that day's program including the Mahapuja and Arati were completed. Later on, Mahajani asked Baba for permission to remove the cradle and Baba refused, saying that the festival was not yet finished. The next day, another Kirtan and Gopal Kala ceremony were performed and it was then that Baba allowed the cradle to be removed. In the Gopal Kala ceremony, an earthen pot containing parched rice mixed with curd is hung, only to be broken after the Kirtan. The contents of the pot are distributed to everyone. This was done by the Lord Krishna among his cowherd friends. During the Ram Nomi festival, the processions of the two flags during the day and that of the sandal by night went off with the usual pomp and show. From this time onward, Baba's Urus was transferred into Ram Nomi festival. From the very next year, 1913, the items on the program of the Ram Nomi festival began to increase. Radha Krishna Mai started a Nama Saptaha, that is singing the glory of God's name continuously day and night for seven days. From the first of Chaitra, for this several devotees took part in turns and she also joined in, sometimes early in the morning. As the Ram Nomi festival is celebrated in many places all over the country, the difficulty of finding a Haridas was felt again. But five or six days before the festival, Mahajani accidentally met Balabhuva Mali who was known as modern Tukaram and got him to perform the Kirtan that year. The next year, 1914, Balamua Satkarkar from Briha Siddha Kavati could not perform as a Haridas as his own town as plague was raging in his town. So he came to Shedi and with Baba's permission, which was secured through Kaka Sahib Dixit, performed the Kirtan and was sufficiently recompensed for his labor. 
the difficulty of getting a new haridas every year was finally solved in 1914 sai baba entrusted this function to das ganu maharaj permanently he successfully conducted the kirtans for several years since 1912 the festival has grown gradually every year from the 8th to the 12th of chaitra shirdi looked like a bee hive of people shops began to increase celebrated wrestlers took part in wrestling bouts and feeding of the poor was done on a grander scale the hard work and sincere efforts of radha krishna mai turned shirdi into a sansthan that is organization paraphernalia increased too a beautiful horse a palanquin chariot and many silver things that spots buckets pictures and mirrors etc were donated for the festival elephants were also sent for the procession though all this paraphernalia increased substantially sai baba ignored all these things and maintained his simplicity he is to be noted that both hindus and muslims have been working in unison during both the processions and during the entire festival there has been no hitch or quarrel between them so far at first about 5000 to 7000 people used to attend but that figure went up to 75000 in some years and yet there has been no outbreak of any epidemic or riots worth mentioning in all these years this is a testament to baba's power to unite people of all religions repairs to the masjid another important idea occurred to gopal rao gun just as he has stated the urus or fair he was inspired to put the masjid in order in order to carry out the repairs he collected stones and had them dressed but this work was not assigned to him this was reserved for nana sahib chandorkar and the payment was assigned to kaka sahib dikshit at first baba was unwilling to allow them to have this work done but with the intervention of mahal sapati a close devotee his permission was secured when the payment was completed in the masjid baba began to use a small cushion pad for his seat discarding the usual piece of sackcloth used till then in 1911 the sabha mandap that is courtyard was also repaired with great labor and effort the open space in front of the masjid was very small and inconvenient kaka sahib dikshit wanted to extend it and put roofing on it at great expense he bought iron posts pillars and trusses and started the work at night all the devotees worked hard and fixed the post baba when he returned from the chaudhary the next morning uprooted them all and threw them out once it so happened that baba got very angry caught a pole with one hand and began to shake and uproot it and with the other hand held tatya patel's neck he took by force tatya's petha piece of cloth and is tied on the head like a turban struck a match set it on fire and threw it in a pit baba's eyes flashed like burning embers and no one dared to look at him everyone got terribly frightened 
Baba took a rupee from his pocket and threw it there, as if it were an offering on an auspicious occasion. Tatya was also very frightened. No one knew what was going to happen to Tatya, and no one dared to interfere. Bhagoji Shinde, the leper devotee, made a bold advance, but was Madhav Rao was also similarly treated and was pelted with pieces of brick. All those who went to intercede were similarly dealt with, but after some time, Baba's anger cooled. He sent for a shopkeeper, brought from him an embroidered feta, and tied it on Tatya's head, as if he was being given a special honor. Every one was wonderstruck to see Baba's strange behavior. They were at a loss to know what enraged Baba so suddenly, what had led him to assault Tatya Patil, and why his anger cooled down the very next moment. Baba was sometimes very calm and quiet and said sweet things with love, but soon afterwards, with or without any pretext, got enraged. Many such incidents may be related, but I do not know which to choose and which to omit. I therefore refer to them as Baba inspires me to. Bow to Sri Sai Baba. Peace be to all. Om Sai Ram.